queued up a weekly recap TV series where we are recapping the fifth and final season of Insecure. I realized that after recording three episodes that I have not introduced myself. So if you are listening to Queued Up on Holly's Hit or Miss podcast, I'm your host, Jade Raven. And if you're listening on In True Jade Fashion, I'm your host, Jade Raven. I'm so glad to be doing this with Holly each and every week. She is so busy with school and work that I am blessed to be able to have a friend like her that we can sit and talk and chat about our favorite show, the fifth and final season of Insecure. I just wanted to get that out because I realized after listening to um, three episodes, after editing, I'm like, oh, my God, I never introduced myself or like say my name for the people who are listening on Holly's Hit or Miss. Like, who is Holly talking to each week? So I am Jade Raven. I am blessed to be able to have Holly with me every single week. She has great insight. She's great to bounce off of. And I hope you guys enjoy our dissection and reflection of Faulty, okay? Episode four of Insecure. So stay tuned. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Cued Up. This is episode four, and my forever co host, Ms. Holly Lewis, <laughs> is here. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. What's up? Hey, hey. I'm so excited to be here with you once again. Yes, me too. And this was a great episode. You think Loved so? It. I thought it was hilarious. Like, I thought it was so funny. Um, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like better than last week's with Lawrence, but um, I think it gave us like the needed comedic relief that we haven't had in the past couple episodes. I guess like, so. I thought it was funny. You didn't love it? I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Okay. I feel like this is a regression for Issa. Ooh. It's not a progression. Okay. So I felt well, like this isn't really moving, in my opinion, the story along to where I feel like it needs to be needs to be going. But granted, this is only episode four. So maybe I'm just like jumping ahead. But I'm like, where do you where do you want her to go, Jane? I don't know, girl. But I'm like, okay, Nathan, here we go. Yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not too pleased about that, but we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. And I it. thought about you immediately. I'm like, she is not gonna be happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, it feels forced. We'll get into it, but it feels forced to me. Like it doesn't feel, I just- Genuine, I, right? It doesn't. I don't think you need to make every male, female relationship into like a sexual relationship. Like it's okay to have like a friend. It's okay to showcase like a male friend and they can just be friends. Like, yeah, they've had sex in the past. Great, but- them being these friends to each other for the past however many like a year or two years yeah I think that was nice they can lean on each other without it having to be like a relationship because like now what it's gonna get weird if shit hits the fan it's just hard you know like I'm, I'm someone who can be friends with just guys because I'm a guy girl a girl's right. guy so if for me it's easy but like you know, trying to remain friends with a guy sometimes it's just hard because the, it just bleeds, you know, there's a sexual attraction. And then like, you do have that comforting thing. I mean, we'll get into it, but 
I yeah, mean, we will. We will. I agree with you 100%. I don't think every male and female relationship needs to turn into a relationship romantic or sexually. Yeah, because I mean, I, I have really, really great guy friends. And well, are you attracted to them? No, but that's my thing. Like See? I, I, but I don't, I'm not going to be friends with a guy that I'm attracted to. I just, to me, that blurs it. Like if I'm saying you're my friend, you're okay. my friend, but like, also I'm a little bit different. Cause like when I put a guy in a friend zone, I'm com- like immediately turned off. Like there's even, there's no going back for me at all because that's happened to me before where I was friends with somebody that I did think was really, really attractive, but then we became like really, really good friends. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's now my friend, completely like turned off. And then he told me that he really liked me and he Same. wanted to like be with me. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay, I'll try. And I tried, I like tried to like see him in that way. Like we kissed and I was just like, this is so weird. I don't like this. And it you just can, got weird. Right. Cause sometimes when you just put people in the friend zone, like for like you were able to carp, what is it called car uh compartmentalize compartmentalize you know you're able to separate he's a friend that's it and then sometimes it doesn't happen like that for everyone I know I know well I'm glad you mentioned friend zone because this what seems to be the theme of episode four even though the episode is called faulty okay which I thought was pretty funny because based on all the earthquakes (laughs) (laughs) right that was a pretty funny play on words people were like trying to look into it as far as you know you had the turbulence with Lawrence and then you had the earthquake the earthquake with um Nathan and Issa like what's going on like what are these what do these shaky things mean they have to mean something and it's funny because every time they had like a moment of connection and we'll get into that when we break down the episode there was like an earthquake yeah. And I'm like, what, what, what are you guys trying to tell us? Like, what are we supposed to be looking out for? Cause I think that's really, really interesting, but yes. Yes. Well, episode four was directed by Mo Marble who directed an episode previously already. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed episode. This is his second time directing uh, for episode. I mean, for insecure this season and then it was written by and I believe please forgive me if I'm pronouncing her name wrong Sarita Singleton Sarita Singleton hmm. yes who is the current show runner of rap shit okay Issa's new show that she is doing okay so it's pretty good anyway let's jump into it so we are at the beach for this opening scene and I feel like this is Nathan's anniversary party yes they have food trucks volleyball beach sand drinks like this is a party that i want to go to <laughs> right it looked beautiful right everybody looks like fun too oh girl too bad it's winter but um, <laughs> <laughs> i would love to go to a party like that right. and nathan is waiting for the meet to come he's playing host first of all i'm even i'm glad to see that people were putting on sunscreen well it was lotion. We find out later it was lotion. <laughs> but at it least they lotion. tried. At least they tried. They tried. They tried. They tried. Um, and that was Risha from the barbershop. Because at first I'm like, who the hell is this girl? Yeah, I did not even. She didn't play a significant part to me in the earlier episodes. So when she came, her titties all bounced. And I'm like, yeah. who is this 
who is this girl? Where'd she come from? We supposed to know who she is. Yeah, I, like, I was, I was, it, I was confused. Exactly. Like, how does she know them? Like who, who is she? Who is she? Right. And then we finally get to Kelly, Molly and Issa. They show up and there are men everywhere. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be at a party like that. Just <laughs> a, a smorgasbord of men everywhere. Ooh, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Girl, I mean, come on, it's cuffing season. <laughs> I know. I mean, is it still cuffing season? I feel like I'm it's behind. Over? I feel like it's, I mean, at this point, if you haven't, you know, set up your, your roster, your bench, your top five, I think it's over. Cause like, who are you going to bring home for Thanksgiving? Who are you going to bring home for Christmas? And then after Christmas, it's final season. It's Valentine's Day. Right. Who's going to make that cut? So like, I think, I think I'm behind because I ain't got a roster top five, nothing. I got zero. It's dry over here. So (laughs) it's, I agree with you. It's dry for me, but for Molly, (laughs) it is not dry as we find out that she is not only on Bumble, but she got her eyes everywhere and she is looking to, um, what did she say? She said that she needs to find somebody who knows what they are doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good for her. Get her groove back. Cause sex for her. She's like, I need, she needs to work on the sex on her part. So I think that she was trying to find somebody to help her with that. Well, I'm happy. I love this Molly. I'm, I'm here for all of this. And so is Kelly. Me too. (laughs) So is Kelly. (laughs) Kelly's so funny. Molly's on Bumble. I've never tried Bumble, but people keep telling me to try Bumble. Yeah, the apps are not for me. Um, and I also always thought that Bumble was for gay guys. So I didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't try it ever. It's like when the girl reaches out to the guys. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no. I mean, apps are still not for me. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just slowly entertaining. Um hinge I just kind of go on and see who likes me if I don't like them then I don't respond and then that's it move on I feel that I deleted my hinge so I feel that (laughs) anyway moving on Issa spots Nathan and his group and it's already awkward between them when she mentions that she cried in his mouth (laughs) back from episode two right Kelly was like well didn't he walk out on you in the middle of the night right I'm glad she says something Mm mm-hmm um, and we find out it's been a week since that's happened between um, she and uh, she and Nathan and that they just kind of just been texting. Like there's been no communication about what happened between them. Right. And which then, is awkward, which is very awkward. And then, of course, Issa kind of just says, well, we kind of been busy like, girl. <laughs> they, I think I think they should have talked about it before seeing each other in person. But oh, that's Issa for you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, but I feel like she's just too embarrassed to bring it up and that maybe she doesn't want to be awkward, things to be awkward between them because again, there's probably like unspoken feelings. Also, they're supposed to be just friends. Right. And they're like kind of business partners, but you know, like she's been helping him create this, um, opening like the one year anniversary. So maybe she's like right. trying to tread lightly with this. Right. Yeah, like, that's true. And then Molly suggests, you know, just ease into it. Which I think is is good advice. Um, I do wish that Issa wasn't so, like, she can be, I saw some tweet there, she can be really passive. 
Like Very. I wish that wasn't, wasn't the life for her. I wish she was a little bit more assertive, a little bit more um, aggressive, but um, yeah, I think that was good advice from Molly. Go ahead, Molly, with the good advice that therapist is really working. <laughs> for real. <laughs> In the middle of their having this conversation, um, Issa is working. As a true entrepreneur, she is working even at this event. And she checks her Twitter and the block gets a Twitter notification. And we learned that Cray Sean, let me get that name right. Cray Sean, mm -hmm. that the event went well for Issa, but didn't really go well for Cray Sean in his opinion. And I think it's, it's Crenshawn. Crenshawn? Because it's um, a playoff of like Crenshaw Boulevard. So it's Crenshawn? Yeah, I'll double check that. But I'm, I think it's Crenshawn. All right, let's say Crenshaw, um, that the block now has announced a three event partnership with nothing but water, which is really good for Issa. Right. And yes, this, it, it is Crenshaw. Sorry. Crenshaw, I apologize. Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. And that this means that nothing but water will be promoting or sponsoring any event that Issa does, three of them. How which is pretty lit. Right? Because now she finally got her business going officially. Like sponsors? Okay, sis, we see you. Getting steady paychecks. Mm-hmm. And then Crenshaw responds with the hmm. Mm. Or like the inquisitive emoji, right? That's how would you mm -hmm. describe that? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> but like, Issa was like, it was successful for him too because like all his clothes sold out. So like, what is his problem? Right. Anyway, we're going to get into that later in the episode. So Issa finds Nathan and it's already awkward between the two of them. They don't even hug. It's just like a hi. Right. <laughs> Very awkward. Extremely. Like, it's like they don't even know how to be towards each other. And he's trying to be cool. And Issa just doesn't know how to be cool at all. <laughs> not even if they were cool with each other she still doesn't really know how to be cool like she would have been she's just an awkward person so to make put into a situation that's awkward and she's already awkward that just that's a recipe for disaster and it's hilarious <laughs> and then I like how Molly and Kelly are in the background trying to just like observing their whole interaction and mm -hmm. just completely like girl what the hell <laughs> um and then Arik the friend of Nathan. Yeah. I believe that's how you pronounce his name, Arik. Introduces himself and takes Molly and Kelly to get some drinks, which gives Issa and Nathan some alone time. Mm -hmm. You know when the conversation is awkward or you don't know what to say when you guys start talking about the weather. Right. And she was really trying. She was pulling just stuff from thin air. <laughs> she was really trying. Oh, the weather turned out good for this event. What is it like, 79? And she was like, ah, oh, no, it's probably 81. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God, it's so funny. And then Nathan, you know, just awkwardly excuses himself from the conversation. And he goes, you good? You mm -hmm. know, and she's like, yeah, but, you know, she's not good. Mm-hmm. And just walks away. Yes, and to add insult to injury, she gets hit with a volleyball on her head. <laughs> Talking about Rainbow Girl. To, Rainbow Girl, can you can you throw it back? Lord um, have mercy. No, you're yeah. right. This episode was very funny. 
It was. No, it was like Nathan's friends. I mean, we'll get to that, but like the one, the the bigger one, he was hilarious. Like he had me weak. He was giving me Kelly energy. Very. Just like what he was saying. I feel like it just came, it was improv. It wasn't like actually written down. He was funny. Like you you felt like he wasn't even acting. Yeah, no, I that, that felt like it was him. That was him. <laughs> so Issa meets up with Kelly and Molly at the bar. She describes how Nathan is being weird. And Molly and Kelly's like, listen, I don't know his, um, what did she say? I don't know his base level, but I told right. you he been weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I thought that was really funny. Which is true. He is a little, he's awkward too. Like I, I I'm with Kelly. I was with Kelly. Yes. And then, you know, Molly was really cool. Like, listen, you want to leave? Like, you want to stay? Like, she was completely down for whatever Issa wanted to do. And he's like, I can't leave because then it looks even more weird. Right. So the question that I have for you, like Kelly had for Molly, is Eric? Swipe Eric. left. Eric. Mm-hmm. So it's A-R-I-C. Yep. Eric. Is he mm-hmm. swipe right or swipe left? And, you know, I don't know my app. So, like, swipe right is when you like them? I think so. Okay. Whichever one it is, because he was fine to me. I thought he was so... I don't know why she was entertaining the two, because the other one was not as fine as... The ball-headed um, one? Yeah, the ball-headed one was not as fine as Eric. Eric. Whatever his name is. I thought he was so cute. Like, I thought he was. And I liked his accent. <laughs> yeah. He was cute. I thought he was very cute, but you know what? She's single, so she's going to entertain whoever gives her the best. Right. Don't put your eggs. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Which is what she learned in episode one. That's Mm -hmm. the advice that she got from Issa in episode one. Mm -hmm. And I like how she said um, that she's going to let them disqualify themselves. Yes. Which (laughs) will happen once you let it happen. Just let them keep talking. They're going to say something that's going to be like... "Mm." Never mind. I don't I don't think I like this. Yes, let them disqualify themselves. And this is gonna be easy for you to just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I love how they went to go play spades. And like me, I haven't played spades since college. So like I wouldn't I, even know, I wouldn't be able to play because I believe this, I forgot. I don't know how to play spades. So as a it's I think it's just because like I didn't really grow up like black American. So like Jamaicans, they play dominoes. Mm-hmm. So like I can play dominoes, but like spades, I don't know how to play. Every time somebody's trying to teach me, I'm drunk or like <laughs> they just don't really want to teach me. So like, I don't know how to play spades. Black person here. Hi. Hi, my name is Holly. I don't know how to play spades. <laughs> my, my family plays spades at every cookout, every party. And like, I really did learn at some point, I learned how to play spades in college. And that's how I was getting the dudes. They'd be like, oh, you know how to play space? What? I'd be like, yes, I right. know how to play space. And then, like, for whatever reason, I completely forgot. And now, like, I have trouble counting my books. Mm. And I don't yeah. you know. And which one cuts what? Like, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Like, and again, like Kelly said, you too old. We too, you too old to be teaching your big ass how to play space. <laughs> she said, you're not 16. <laughs> like, I'm like, dang, there's a cutoff. I'm never going to learn bitch don't worry i'll teach you if the as soon as i learn how to replay i will teach you <laughs> thank you thank you so much <laughs> you know the holidays are coming up and i'm pretty sure my family's gonna be playing space big whiz all that stuff i like that yes so then 
of course, we have this whole romanticized thing going on with Issa when she spots Nathan <laughs> with Risha. Mm-hmm. Now, it was kind of dramatic how, like, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure this is all going on in her head. Like, none of right. this is actually happening the way she's visualizing it. it's I mean, if you if you slow down anything it's gonna look hella sexy so her slowing that down it looked like she he was just helping her with like her gladiator her, sandal yeah her sandals like but if you slow that down she was like they fuck it nah but they fuck it like because <laughs> it did it looked sexual it, she kept touching on him and stuff like that but you when you slow anything down it's gonna look like that of course and like the way he like slowly bent down on one knee uh-huh. and she was just grabbing his shoulders and i'm mm-hmm. like girl isa none of this shit is actually happening <laughs> it probably was like five seconds of the, them interacting but for her it felt like five minutes yes so like she just can't keep her eyes off of them but then i liked how like the bald-headed guy's name was Johnny. Okay. And, you know, he's talking shit while they play spades. And I love how Kelly kept going in on Auric. And he's mm-hmm. like, yo, why you keep picking up me? <laughs> uh, like, at first, I was like, okay, this is Kelly's way of, like, flirting. Right. That's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, she's flirting with him. But then I was like, wait, she's going in. Like, she's going hard. So <laughs> he ashy. Right. She's like, wait a second, what what did I do? <laughs> and of course, Johnny was like, don't let me put this size 14 foot. <laughs> have you found that that's an accurate thing? Hell no. I've been with dudes who have sides like 14, 16 feet foot and like tiny dicks. Okay. So like, I don't think that's true all the way. I, I mean, it's... I. I I don't think it's I because feet has it doesn't have anything to do with that like feet is if you a big dude you gonna have big feet because them big feet gotta hold up your big ass body like it's it, it have nothing to do with your penis so I I I agree with you Jay that have I found that it it hasn't made any of a difference honestly no, none but. so y'all big ass feet no unless you could <laughs> I, I think I don't think there's any kind of real correlation but you know right. Molly did say noted, so she's mm-hmm. keeping track of what everybody's mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Anyway, so we moving on, and Issa approaches Nathan. She, he's by himself, or he was talking to Risha. Re- oh, Risha goes, hey, Issa. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> With her titties and everything, her ass all over the place. Right. Go off all with out. the body confidence. Right, all out. I mean, she, her, her boobs do sit nicely. Very. I yeah. was not, I was not hating. I thought she looked great. Yeah. So finally they're alone and she finally goes to Nathan, you know, are they cool? Are we cool? And Nathan kind of was just like, nothing has changed for me. Right. Just blowing it off. Yeah. No yep. And then she goes, so we're still friends, right? We're still friends. And he hit her with the quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, not him being dismissive. Right. And you mad. You obviously mad. What's the problem? Like, yes. Like I, I hear that this is not the time or the place, but clearly there's an issue here. Right. Clearly. 
oh, I was like, just say something, say something. They're both awkward. So, yep. you know, he's not going to. Mm-mm. And that's when the earthquake, <laughs> that's when they get the earthquake. Right. Right. When the pizzas came. Right. Like what happened to him with the sugar was supposed to bring the meat, the hamburger, the hot dogs. And he said, no, I'm bringing, I said I would bring food. Right. He said, I wasn't specific with what I was saying, but I'll bring some food. He brought the dominoes. Okay. Dominoes for all those people. (laughs) Hella cheap. Hella cheap. And that's the thing as an event planner, like he didn't, I don't know. Isn't Issa supposed to be planning this whole thing? So isn't she like in charge of like helping him find like the food and stuff? I think she was just helping like as a friend. Okay. I don't think she was like necessarily planning it, planning it. Like it wasn't one of her events. Right. Um, Because she just, you know, she just showed up. Like it just seemed like she just showed up to like support and like, there's anything you need. I got you. But obviously that was a, a Nathan event because as leave it up to a guy to just rely on his friends to bring food for an event like come on (laughs) and one person gonna grill for all those people right right like that would have and you're already late people are already hungry so like how would that have worked out anyways if one person was gonna grill or you're waiting for that person to bring the food like that would have made any sense that would not have made sense so there was a moment of genuine concern for the both of them when you know the earthquake hit they're like are you okay you good and then Risha shows up she's like I'm good we're good I can't die in another tsunami (laughs) and Kelly goes me too oh my god and there starts their friendship like Kelly what have you been in your life that you almost died in a tsunami right random as hell girl she a whole mess she out here not drinking but (laughs) lord have mercy you know what I like about Kelly how she's just like she's a genuine like say what's on her mind, say how she feels. And I like how she's comic relief, but sometimes I get upset. Like the big person is always comic relief. Mm-hmm. Kelly's the big girl comic relief. The friend, I forgot his name, who's obsessed with Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> He's comic relief. I'm like, damn, the big people always got to be the funny ones. Exactly. And that was a big issue for a lot of people last season. I think that's uh, was what they were talking about. They're like, listen, we love Kelly. We would love to get to know Kelly even more. Yes. And some of her storyline, like Amanda Seals character has her own storyline. She has a husband. She has the baby, things like that. Like all we know about Kelly here and there, we know like, oh, she's an accountant or like, you know, whatever. But we really don't know much about her life. We really don't know much about um you know her consistent of dating or she you know just Mm -hmm. you know out here and like also like not even just to be the comic comedic relief but like I feel like either the the big girl in the shows are either not getting looked at by men or they're like overly sexual correct like it's it's not even like oh Kelly's also married or anything like that like she's the one that's picking up random dudes and things like that and why why is that you know yeah like why can't why doesn't kelly have like a love interest like why can't we see kelly date because i think seeing her seeing her dating would be funny right that would be hilarious yeah but like you know let's i hope they dig into kelly more yes i agree i i really do too i mean luckily we are getting a little bit more about kelly like you know we find out she got caught in a tsunami randomly. She got a <laughs> podcast, you know what I mean? She's sober. Like, 
I hope we get more of her, but not just like background story. Like she's not a side mm-hmm. B. Like I hope mm-hmm. she gets her own storyline. Like Nathan, this episode gets his mm-hmm. own storyline. Yes, I agree. All right. So Issa is trying to go. She's like, listen, I guess she's using this earthquake as to leave. And she's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to leave. You know, because they're going to continue the parties at Sharky's. <laughs> and we have a Sharky's where we live. I knew that sounds familiar. I'm like, I've definitely heard of the Sharkies before, but I've never been to LA. So how did I, how do I know this? But yes, that makes sense. There's a Sharkies by us. I've never been to, no, I, I think I've had food from Sharkies. They like specialize in wings. Oh, okay. I need to look at, I need to look this up. Yeah. So they got to continue the party at Sharkies. He's like, listen, everybody, let's go to Sharkies, continue the party, Nathan. And then Issa seemed like she was trying to go, trying to leave, but Molly wanted to say it kind of narrowed it down between Arik and Johnny. So Issa was mm-hmm. down, of course, being a good friend. Mm-hmm. And then we finally get into the car scene with the fellas. Yep. And now we hear Nathan's side of the story of what happened between the two of them that night. Right. Episode two. Right. So what did you think off the bat of how he described everything? I feel like he sounded like a real nigga. Like, I don't know how you, <laughs> I don't know how you go from like, oh, like we're friends and we care about each other and stuff like that. And then you in the car and you talk about, I was her friend for a year and she get there and all she wants to do is cuddle. Like, Nathan, what? Wh- this isn't you. You a cuddler, my nigga. Like, why are you <laughs> acting like, you this like oh I'm just I'm just there to smash type of stuff like no 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 where is this coming from like I didn't I didn't like that but I liked how his friends put him in check yeah because his friend was like there's a reason why she felt comfortable with you crying to you right and his I like and, that. yeah and then I think it was Johnny no it wasn't Johnny what is the big guy's name because he was the one I driving. don't know let's see we just want we can call him Jason Derulo fan that's why I was weak because of the whole Jason Derulo thing. We can call him Jason Derulo fan. So we gonna call him the Jason Derulo fan was mm-hmm. the one driving. And he said, like, you do kind of give off um, cry on my shoulder energy. <laughs> cry on your shoulder <laughs> energy. He does. Well, you know, he kind of got like that soft voice and those eyes and like, you know, he looks like someone you just, and he, and he seems like a good listener. Yeah. Like don't act like you this aggressive I'm just here to smash type of dude. Like, that's not the energy you've ever given off. Right. So, and, he, and he was trying to be like, no, that's not true. But I'm like, yes, it is true. Yeah. Come on. You, you two are friends. You guys have a history. And he tried to say, well, I don't know why she started crying. And I'm like, well, even if you didn't know. And because he basically was like, she doesn't know what she wants, mm-hmm. which I believe is true. Mm-hmm. I do believe she doesn't know what she wants. But he tried to say, like, she doesn't he doesn't know why she would feel comfortable crying to him. And I'm like, bro, what do you mean? You don't know. Right. You guys been friends. You guys have history. She probably misses Lawrence. I don't know how that didn't cross your mind this whole time. But I think that I mean, that's so. I when when I watched the wind down, they're saying, you know, when the episode goes on, but it seems like Nathan kind of has a problem with like rejection and like her crying in his mouth probably made him feel like it was like rejection, like crying, being like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, I don't want it to be with you. Like, I don't want to be with you. Uh And that's probably how he took it. 
um, which I can completely understand and I can see because um, he he shuts down when things like that, you know, things that make him uncomfortable or he doesn't like, he shuts down or he runs away or whatever. Yeah. So, but the way that he was describing it to his friends, I was just like, Nathan, you are not a fuck boy. So like, let's not, let's, let's stop. Let's yes. stop it. And he was like, and I didn't want to deal with that. So I just left. I just bounced. I'm like, right. ew. Right. No, I literally was like, oh, Nathan, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Hell no. Then we get to the um episode. No, we get to the scene where now it's the girls in the car with the Lyft mm-hmm. driver who is mm-hmm. a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. I think it's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> you got Kelly and Risha in the back out here talking about philosophy. I think it's funny that I found it interesting that Risha actually minored in philosophy. You was hearing that whole conversation? I was listening to, because it was hard for me. I had to go back because I'm out here trying to read what Molly and Issa are texting, which is true uh-huh. girlfriend shit, like mm-hmm. texting in the middle of a party. Right. <laughs> and then trying to listen to what they were saying. Other than I like. I only was able to catch like Molly and Issa, but <laughs> that I couldn't, I got like bits and pieces of Kelly and Risha, but you're good. You're good. You got you were able to catch what they were saying because they're that was probably really funny too. Yeah, they were basically like just like catching up on like how she has a podcast and like she, you know, how Risha minored in philosophy. And she's like, oh, I got a podcast about questions. Do you want to be a guest on my show? <laughs> like, Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. So then in the middle of this whole text exchange, Issa gets another message on Twitter mm. from Crenshaw mm-hmm. calling Issa a fraud. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is it, you know, like Issa can't catch a break. Right. And what is the issue, Crenshaw? Yes. Didn't this work out for you? Like, what is the problem? Right. And people I, on Twitter were like, we was oh, we were out here hoping for Kofi and Issa's sex scene. And here he go being the villain. And I was like, it's true. It's true. Like he's mad because apparently she sold out and is like working with the white man. And like, what the fuck? Like. Ridiculous. Crazy. And then, of course, her assistant, Koya, mm-hmm. was calling her like, listen, whatever you need, I got you. And her nose was bleeding like. She was so stressed out that she got a nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, a whole mess. So Issa and Molly are texting and she's like, you know, how was your conversation with Nathan? And she was like, listen, I don't know if he's fucking with me or not. Um, And I love how Molly just straight up and asks Risha in the middle of her conversation with Kelly, like, listen, are you and him fucking? I literally lived for that moment. She was like, hey, Risha. Um, so are you Nathan fucking? She's like, oh no, that's my brother. Oh my gosh, no, that's blood. She's like, why? You want me to hook him up? She's like, well, I'll I'll let you know if I want to. She's like, oh, okay, sounds good. And goes right back to her conversation with Kelly. I'm like, yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. That's true girlfriend shit. That BFF type shit. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, so now we are in Sharky's mm-hmm. and Arik and Johnny are competing for Molly's attention. And she's here for it. Yes, she is. As she should. As she deserves. I think so. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like this is the part. This this has, should have been the party the whole time. Like, fuck that. I understand he was, like, trying to do that beach thing. 
and it could have mm-hmm. worked, but I feel like this is more like a hometown like vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's close knit. It felt more chill. And I feel like this is this. They should have had the party here the whole time. Yeah, I agree. Um. So then, and I find this joke very funny. So Issa finds, I mean, Nathan finds Issa, who just happens to be alone. I love how they just set these, these scenes up. Like, why is she not hanging with the rest of them? And she's like by herself. Like it was, I thought that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, you read my mind. And he jokingly, but not jokingly says, I be trying. (laughs) (laughs) Very telling. Very telling. Yes. So then the Mike Jones songs comes up and, you know, they're trying to awkwardly, like trying to like break the ice with a Mike Jones type song. And Issa finally was like, you know what? she apologizes for the other day but then finally asked him like why did you leave me right but like she was really quick like there was no pause in their conversation like they were having the conversation and before he could even like finish whatever they were talking about she was like yeah so why'd you leave me like why'd you leave the other night and i was yeah, like okay straight point, to it girl yes because at this point like this whole trying to make up shit in the middle to like cover up the awkwardness like, no, nah, let's just get to the nitty gritty. Like, what is what happened? Right. Um, so this is what he says. So Nathan goes, what did you want me to do? Right. Like, OK. And she says, I guess you. I just expected you to be there when I woke up. And this is what Nathan says. I ain't know we had expectations for each other. And she kind of paused. And didn't say anything. And I feel mm-hmm. like she was a little bit taken aback because, I mean, it's true. And we do this with, like, friends or, like, guys that we like. Like, we put, like, expectations on a situation that, you know, there's no clear definition of what this is. Right. And he was like, I shouldn't have kissed you. And then, of course, Issa tries to apologize. Like, no, it's my fault. I shouldn't have even asked you to sleep over. And then Nathan goes, so that's settled. But clearly it wasn't settled. You can see it on her face. Right. Like, it still felt uncomfortable unfinished like it was it definitely was not settled no especially not for her like that was just not it like that excuse that he gave you know I didn't know we had expectations and I think she you know felt that too like maybe he's right but like it definitely was not a conversation that was settled and then this is what it got weird for me um so Nathan you know he was on the phone talking about oh I'm so you know we you're in lot like five or some shit but we moved the party to this place and we find out that it's his cousin Thomas and his wife Mm -hmm. that he invited Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that he actually has family in California right but did you feel did you feel like so when they came in and like they're like oh whatever did you think that Nathan had sex with Velma which is Uh, Thomas's wife girl before he even introduced him as even as, even before Thomas introduced her as like, oh, this is my wife. I'm right. like, oh, is that his ex? Right. I thought that that was his ex. I thought that that was somebody that, um, you know, because I didn't, he didn't introduce him as his cousin yet. So like, I right. was like, okay, this is like a friend and like maybe somebody that he's been talking to. Cause we, you know, on that second episode, she was like, you know, found out that Nathan was dating or like doing, you know, things. So I was like, mm-hmm. is this, is this the girl he was dating? Like, it was just very weird vibes. Yes. And the way they were looking at each other, like you could tell there was, a, and like, there was an awkwardness between the two of them. And I'm like, yo, is he like, you said like, are they secretly like fucking or like, mm-hmm. what is going on? 
So, you know, she was kind of taken aback that she he had family there, which, right. you know, kind of just adds to the layers of Nathan of like, well, who are you? So then, you know, they kind of say we're waiting for a table and they finally get the table in the back. And we finally get a little bit of background on Nathan mm-hmm. that he has a habit of just disappearing. Mm-hmm. And that there's something weird with the wife and the cousin in Nathan, but like, you still don't know what it is. And like, Nathan's really like feeling really uncomfortable as they kind of tell him, like, put him on blast. Like, oh, you're so used to disappearing. And, you know, something about like, oh, find you on the back of a milk carton. Like, I was like, what, girl? Right. And they, and so what I liked was they're making all these jokes and you can tell that he's uncomfortable. Issa can tell that he's uncomfortable, but I think Issa, cause I understood that he disappears because of him being bipolar. But mm-hmm. I think Issa put in that moment, I really think that Issa put two and two together because that's what he did to her when they first were talking right. those couple seasons ago. So I think she was like, ah, you guys are making jokes about something that you really don't know or understand. So like, let me lighten the mood and make like another awkward joke. But I yeah. like that. I like that she had his back. I agree. I like that she helped him. She kind of came to his defense. Like, listen, I'm so glad he blew my way, mm-hmm. you know, and he helped me plant roots and <laughs> I'm a tree. And I'm like, girl. I'm a tree. <laughs> and they're like, what? And she's like, you know, you said you were saying leaves thing. And so I was, I was trying to make it work too. But <laughs> and you can see like how generally happy he was. And he softened up towards her after she mm-hmm. made that comment in his defense. Mm-hmm. Cause this is when the whole Jason Derulo thing started coming <laughs> into play yo that guy was so funny they're like oh jason derulo's having a party he's like what jason derulo like the way that he i'm not a jason derulo fan but the way that he reacted and like what he was saying is exactly what i would have said in those moments because jason derulo is hilarious right now so that whole thing i was weak had me weak he was hyped (laughs) He was hype as hell. He was very excited. Oh my gosh. And then this is when one of the guys finally eliminates themselves for Molly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where Johnny was, you know, Molly was like, hey, we're going to roll to the party. And Johnny was like, nah, I got to let my cat out. <laughs> Girl, what? I was like, really? And at first yeah, I thought he was being like a little facetious or like trying to be like, oh, I got to let my cat out. You should come see my cat. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, maybe he's trying to like ask her to come through without asking her to come through so overtly in front of people. Mm-hmm. But she was off it. She was like, oh, hell no. He focuses on the wrong kitty, on the wrong pussy, right? Right. I just, that was weird. And somebody had like put on Twitter, they're like, would you ever date a guy that had a cat? And people were like, no. And I'm like, damn, like guys can't have cats. I mean, I don't like cats. So like, I feel it. But I don't know if I would ride off a guy if he had a cat. Drake and Chill Guy has a cat, but technically it's his brother's cat. And then he moved out the brother. So now he takes care of the cat. So you would date a guy with a cat? I don't know, because I don't really like cats. I mean, like, like it's it's not like a red flag or like something like, oh, I can't date you because you have a cat. Yeah, it's not a make or break. Yeah, it's not a make or break. It's like, oh, you have a cat? At least you like pets. (laughs) Right, I guess. And then she'd choose Arik. Like, listen, I'm riding with you. Mm-hmm. So they're all in the car on their way to this Jason Derula event. 
and Derulo event. And she is on Twitter again. Crenshaw is still tweeting at Issa, calling her fake. And these tweets are getting traction. Right. And Koya is responding to him on Twitter. Like, listen, you need to chill. You know, we supposed to be family. Like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I agreed, disagreed with how Issa handled it. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. She DM'd him and said, you're doing the most. This is a weird way of saying thank you for all the exposure. I got you. And as soon as I saw it was a DM, I'm like, no, Issa, no, <laughs> no, because she's a business now. She's a right. brand and he's right. already pissed and people are quick to screenshot and have receipts. Right, right. Exactly. And I'm like, no, she didn't handle it right. And so exactly what I thought was going to happen. He freaking put the response on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. Koya was like, "What did you do?" <laughs> Koya's like, "I was handling it." Yes. So I'm interested to see how this is gonna start, like how this is gonna play out in the next episodes with obviously some backlash. Because now she's worried that what happens if um, nothing but water sees this. Right, right, right. And like drops drops her as a sponsor. Drops, right. you know, you know what I'm saying. Right. But the thing is, I think she's so distracted with what's going on with. Nathan, that she can't even think clearly on her business, which upsets me. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of moving pieces. So like, it's a little overwhelming for her and she's not used to being a business. So she's not used to having to like, think about the consequences if she does something, especially now that she has a sponsor. Yeah. Um, So I'm interested to see how this plays out too. Yeah. And I think that in the moment she forgot that she was talking, you know, as a business person or as a brand or a business owner. Mm -hmm. I mean, she thought she was just talking to her boy who's just like tripping right now. Like, bro, what is your problem? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we're going to see what happens with that whole situation. But um, they finally get to the club and they can't even get in. Right. Uh, What's his name? Eric? Eric. He he did not come through, unfortunately. He cute, but he didn't come through. Like, I would have been turned squad. Yes, I would have been turned off if I was my like, listen, you told me you had it and now you ain't got it. Like, what's up? Like, right. And I love right. how all their outfits were able to be um, the duality of their outfits of how like it was beach and then it went right tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm too old to be party hopping nowadays, Holly. I can't do it. Girl, they went for the I, beach. In my head, I feel like I can. But like when I actually have to do it, I'm I'm tired. Like. Exhausted. I like my bed. Yeah, I like my bed too much sometimes where I'm just like, I don't feel like being out here around people and then paying for things and then She's dealing with people. Like, I, just, <laughs> I just, I don't feel like doing it. I don't. So I feel you. They went from the beach to the bar, now to the club. Like, it's just too much. That's a long day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do it. So he, you know, says that he could only get one person in. And of course his boy it was gonna be him no let me tell you so when he was like i'm ready to see jason derulo i'm trying to fight i'm trying to tussle i let out a scream because that was like the viral tiktok that was going around for jason derulo like early pandemic yeah and when he said that there's no way you can tell me somebody wrote that on a script like that came out of that man's mouth from his head that was hilarious (laughs) That was so funny. <laughs> that was not improvised. 
I I think it was improvised. Oh, you think it was improvised? Yes, I think that that came from his the dome because that was hilarious. And if it wasn't, God bless the writers because like right. that is incredible. He said, "I'm trying to fight. I'm trying to tussle." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And he chooses Molly mm-hmm. as he should if he's trying to get some. <laughs> and when he wasn't choosing, the friend said, "Jason Derulo." <laughs> like. <laughs> why i've never met somebody of such a super fan of jason derulo like that is so funny (laughs) oh man i hope we get more of him because he's funny he is and then we get to finally the bottom of like the awkwardness between nathan and his cousin thomas and the wife Mm -hmm. um and i felt bad yeah because i kind of felt bad for nathan because i guess he was trying to spend time with his family because he has, you know, Nathan, Nathan has this um, feeling of like, he ain't got family. He's alone here in California. All his family's in Texas. So like he has this kind of like abandonment kind of feeling issue. Right. And so he was trying to like, you know, be with his cousin. His cousin's like, nah, you know, I got an Uber. Like, I got a lift. He was like, when did you get the lift? He's like, when right. homeboy started crying that he couldn't get in. <laughs> but the way that he dipped, like he wasn't even going to say you know what now nah. like everybody was going to, towards the door and he went the other way and he wasn't even gonna be like all right y'all i'll check y'all i'll see y'all y'all have fun i'm gonna go i'm tired he right. did oh yeah because molly had a door yeah like that's wild yeah i thought that was weird and so like we finally got down to it and he was so nathan was like listen i know your wife got you all lock and chain and he's like no you know i just want to go home and he's like, I know your wife, Velma, doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Nah, she loves you. And he's like, nah, I know there's something up. So the cousin Thomas was like, not trying to talk about it. He's like, nah, we're going to talk about it because we're here already. Mm-hmm. And that's what he kind of told him. Like, listen, living with you was a hassle. Like, you kept left in the, you kept coming and going, you know, in the middle of the night, coming home late, leaving the door open. Like, I got kids. Like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't her. It was me. Right. Because she... He had said, like, you know, Velma, um, he was like, oh, yeah, Velma doesn't like me. And he was like, nah, he loves you. She's like, he was like, really? He, she loves me, but she made me homeless. She kicked yeah. me out. I have nowhere to go. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, scandalous. It's true. But then, then, that, then, then that's the cousin then. So you should be like the cousin kicked you out. With right. No place to go. Right. I felt bad for him. I did. He looked like he wanted to cry, which would have really been really ironic if he did cry so I was like is this where we're going because that would have been a great full circle thing but they didn't they didn't he didn't cry (laughs) and uh so you know Issa kind of checks up on him so I thought originally when he walked away I was like oh here he go he don't want to talk about it he's leaving again and then like we're never going to hear from Nathan till like episode seven or eight like I thought he was gone right I did too I I thought that he was going to shut down again um even when she was gonna go follow him mm-hmm. I thought that she he was gonna shut down and this was a sweet moment between the two of them because they finally got vulnerable with each other mm-hmm. and and I like how you mentioned earlier when you were when he kept saying when the cousin was like listen you kept coming and going like we didn't know when you was coming back um that he was doing that because he said he was having a manic episode while he was living with them mm-hmm. and he didn't know it at the time mm-hmm 
and that he has not told his family. Well, like, why would I tell them? Like, why would you tell them after you kick them out? Like, would you have like, oh, by the way, I'm bipolar, but you kicked me out into the street. Like, he didn't well, tell them. He, he didn't really find out about him being bipolar until when he disappeared on Issa. So I feel like the time, I mean, the time is obviously not when they're arguing about it in the street when the lift is here. Mm-hmm. But I think that would have been a good time for him to be like hey like he's just saying like I'm not that person anymore yeah but I think it would have been a good time for him to be like but also understand like I was I was going through an episode I'm I'm bipolar like it wasn't me that is not me and that's not me anymore because I have it under control but you know Nathan lacks communication yeah um, a lot so there's that do right which is gonna be interesting how their relationship plays out but right um, (laughs) I like how you know he said I can't change how people see me Mm -hmm. I can't change how you see me Mm -hmm. and then she's like what I I don't exactly remember what was said but she expressed that listen I'm like she admitted that she's afraid of things going wrong and she's constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop like she's not used to things going right for her Yeah. So she said when she was like, what me? And she was like, listen, like I wasn't crying because of you. Me crying Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with you. She was like, it caught me off guard too. Um, But, you know, I'm afraid to put myself out there and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always waiting for it. And I, I, I identify with, especially when it comes to dating, like I identify with her on that a hundred percent. I mean, I'm sure all of us can, but when you're, when you like somebody or you don't know where, where you are with them, you are kind of always waiting for the other shoe to drop because things haven't worked out in the past. Like you thought it was going to. So like, it's super, super scary. Like there's some people out here, they be dating it, be working out for them. They're married. They're good. And like, they did it in one, in a one-stop shop. Other people out here, it just doesn't work out and it constantly doesn't work out. And they both have a lot of baggage. I mean, like Issa is just out of a new relationship. She's trying to find her way in her life and her career. Um, Nathan also has some baggage, you know, with his bipolar and his um, inability to like communicate when things kind of get rough. So like, they're both like scared to like do this Mm -hmm. and they didn't do it right really the first time. So like, what's going to be different now? Right. Um, and then, you know, she kind of says, I don't want to just be friends with you. Mm-hmm. She got more feelings for him than just friends. Right. And he says the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss. Yeah. And then there's an earthquake. Yeah. I feel like mm. they're with each other. I still feel like she's grieving Lawrence. A hundred percent. Like she is not admitting it to him or is willing to admit it to herself but I feel like she's grieving Lawrence and of course how do you get over someone you, you get, get under someone. you get under them <laughs> and I feel like Nathan feels so like he said that the reason he invited them to this anniversary party is because he wants to show them that he finally is doing well like he got right. it under control his cousins his cousins mm-hmm. um and who doesn't love a damaged man Holly like it's just like I don't know about you but like who doesn't love a damaged man and you just want to take care of him and I think maybe he feels like you know 
I've been friends with Issa and it's been awkward between the two of us. And there has been feelings that are, have not been said over the past year. All right. And maybe he feels like she's the only one who clearly understands me. So it's yeah. easy for him and them to be in a relationship at this point in their lives because they're the only two that kind of really only get each other in this point in their lives. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, well, hey, I'm going to say, I don't, I don't want a damaged man. I, I'm just going to say that that's not something that I love. I like, I don't want none of that. I don't I like, I'm, I will help you and I will be there for you and I will be your rock, but there's levels to that. Like that's a whole different conversation, but yes. um, I will say that I, I don't know if Nathan has really proven that he's been as great of a friend to Issa as Issa has been to him. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why I'm not really feeling it. Cause it, it, it doesn't feel like a balanced relationship. It, it feels like one's doing more than the other. I'm not saying that Nathan hasn't been a good friend, but when things get weird or odd or whatever, he, he does disappear, whether it is due to him being bipolar or just him on himself. When yeah. she started crying, he just disappeared in the night. Um, and also, like, I feel like they're still going to set up her longing for Lawrence, like you're saying. And I don't really think that that's fair to Nathan because it might be an instance where she's gonna she might choose Mm -hmm. and is it gonna be Lawrence or is it gonna be Nathan and like if she chooses Lawrence which everybody hopes and I feel like them being writers and knowing what we actually hope for they're just gonna do the opposite but I feel like if she chose Nathan it's like I mean Lawrence it's like dang you're gonna do that to Nathan again you know what I'm saying like yeah why even why are we even doing this dance if it's not going to be a thing um I think them being in a relationship when their friendship is kind of rocky um is not a good foundation I I I I think that they probably should work on them being better friends Mm -hmm. before they try to become lovers um and yeah, I mean, it's, um, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen, but I just feel like this is not going to end well. And I, and I feel like they're going to lose out on being good friends to each other because they want to fuck. Well, yeah. you know what I think? I think, <laughs> I feel like they are saying that they don't want to, they want it, they want to be more than just friends, but I don't see them jumping into a relationship. Like this is my boyfriend, right? right. Like, I don't see that for them right now. At least, at least that's how it seemed to me. Like, right. they don't seem like, all right, now you're my man and I'm your girl and now we're together. I think they just finally had the conversation of like, listen, I feel for you more than just friends and vice versa. So now let's figure this out. That's true. That's true. I jumped the gun. You're right. You but know, you I just know, don't like it. <laughs> and I felt like weird. I'm like, oh, this is not going to work out well because they still give me friends vibes. They do. I don't, there's just no chemistry. I don't get chemistry and like the spark. Like I don't get that from them. Even when they kiss, I was just like, this is falling flat for me. Like I just, it didn't, it didn't do anything for my spirit. Yes. It didn't move me. So I whatever. totally agree. And again, bring back Daniel hashtag bring back Daniel because that's the spark that we need. Okay. You know, what's so crazy before we head out of here, they had, somebody had posted on Twitter saying, how come Issa never meets new men? 
that too like why are we why are we just circling the same men in rotation give us somebody else okay yeah let's put a shot to the system if you are forcing me to not have my happy ending with Lawrence and Issa, the least you can do is bring in some fresh meat so that that can get me excited again. But I don't want Nathan. I wouldn't mind Daniel, but like, I also understand that that would have, that would be a weird situation too, Mm -hmm. but I would have appreciated a nice new young man. Okay. That would have been nice. That would be nice. Give some. Yeah. Issa's doing something new in her life. Why do we have to rotate old men if she's in a new place in her life? boom and there it is i agree i'm i'm i need something i need something else need something else so that's the end of episode four however i i don't know if you saw the clip for next week it looks like Mm -hmm. molly might be having an issue with her mother medically Mm -hmm. yeah and she did and this uh, did allude episode one no it was episode two kind of alluded to like you know the mom gotta do her affidavit (sighs) i didn't even think about that when i saw that Dang. You know, they kind of did say that, you know, Ma, you're not getting any younger and God forbid something happens. You know, you got to do your affidavit. And then here we go. Episode five. Seemingly from the clips, it looks like there might be a medical emergency with Molly's mother. Yeah. Which sucks for Molly because she's in such a good place in her life right now for this to happen. It's like, damn it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope it's it's nothing too too crazy but the way that they were alluding to it it doesn't look like it's anything good yeah like hope the mom doesn't just die yeah because that'd be and then that's much. gonna that would prove into the point of like why older people are afraid to do um affidavits because they feel like once they do it something happens to them so right. like if that is actually what happens that's kind of wild but we'll see yeah because the mother was suspicious uh, like superstitious like yeah we'll <sighs> see Anyway, Holly, that's it for episode four of Cute Up. I didn't love this episode, but I didn't hate it either. Like, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I liked it because it was funny. Like, it's an episode that I would rewatch. But again, the whole Issa Nathan thing I could do without personally. But yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Yes, and I'm just maybe I'm just jumping the gun again. This is only episode four. I'm like, let's get, let's get. I'm I'm surprised they're giving Nathan this much airtime. I'm like, where the hell is Lawrence? I know, like, is he he's a main character now? I I'm confused. Right, because I want I know I want to know more about Lawrence's storyline. No offense to Nathan. Me too. But like, I want I want to know what's going on with Lawrence. So like, maybe we'll see what happens with Lawrence next episode. Who knows? But um. Yeah, that's it for queued up for episode four. Yeah, because next week, I mean, next week we're halfway through. So that's kind of crazy. Isn't that wild? It's already been yeah. almost five weeks. I know. Love this. I love this. We're going to be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be devastated when this over. Like, this has been part of our culture for freaking five years. I know. But on onwards upwards and onwards to better i know she's gonna give us some great stuff so i just gotta keep thinking about that yes anyway guys thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode don't forget to listen to follow to uh listen follow rate and review these episodes on apple Podcasts, on holly's hit or miss page and in true jade fashion we are in both places and uh, we'll see you all for next week 
next week. We will see you. Yeah, guys. Same time, same place. Love you all for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.